0: Ciao, Juventini. Welcome back to the AJC. Berto here. I got Lucci with me, and it's a great, great Sunday. All right. Usually, we got to talk about Victory Mondays. Well, now we got a Victory Sunday. Juve downing Lazio 3-1 in what was a great game with so many positives. We're going to take a look at them all, including just the stadium atmosphere. But, uh, yes, this was welcome. First big... uh, Yeah, measuring stick match of the season for Juventus, and uh, they pass with flying colors. Now we move on to Sassuolo, but we're going to take a look at uh, the game as a whole, go through the highlights and everything, and oh, Lucci, so much to like in that one yesterday. Hey, brother.
1: Oh, man, where do you get started? The whole team was good. You know, it's hard to find a fault in anyone, so that's always a positive, and hopefully we can keep that going.
0: That's right. That's right. We're going to say what's up to everybody. Alex P coming in here. Ciao, tutti. Great game yesterday. Stadium was on fire. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Time to get this thing returned to our fortress and what it once was. Jeremiah, Bonjorno. Good win yesterday. Could have hit four or five. Yes. Sees mm-hmm. progress in the team. That's definitely going to come up because there's still a good number of the fan base that are being cautious. Cautious right now in their feelings toward it. We're going to tackle it, of course, as we get through everything. (laughs) Vedad, (laughs) ciao to vedad. Tony Trim, (laughs) ciao to a great win yesterday. Keep the top guns hot. Dushan and Fede, yes, they Mm -hmm. are uh, kicking things off and firing. And, yes, we are going to bring up uh, Lucci's uh, Weston Slander (laughs) campaign for sure. It's going to be great. Going to be great. Dushan and Fede, better than uh, Cavada and Oseman. who are who are those guys <laughs> oh uh part of that dynasty i heard about uh lassie okay yeah the dynasty yeah the one-year right, yeah. dynasty we might talk about the chihuahuas a bit here uh lucci might stroke out if he has to say can he had a good game it's I be don't know how many to be a I fun one everybody dell's great performance overall let's keep the pace uh great win but evaluation time is around christmas there you go there you go that's going to come up as well today real quick just going to remind everybody okay first off get the likes up but uh, ways to uh, support obviously we've got super chat enabled Uh, memberships are now available all right some extra green room content and everything and uh, we do want to have call-in shows we want to have live shows set up with just members okay so again that's another way and then of course the merch we got the latest tribute to buffon in there thank you to everybody who's chosen to support in one of those ways and the absolute easiest way is to share the content all right and if you choose to clip stuff out of these shows and post them everywhere we absolutely love it and we thank you all for your continued support and The show is also supported and brought to you by the Juventus official fan clubs of North America. We are the official voice and channel. If you need help reaching out to one near you, just reach out and we'll hook you up. All right, And even if you're not in North America, hook you up with some great fan clubs. Uh, We know uh, Marco has been on the show. Everybody knows him as Max Juventino on social media. Runs the Serbian uh, fan club. There's great fan clubs everywhere. right? So highly recommend joining now charles coming in ciao duty and let's rock man let's rock and roll News is a little light okay mm-hmm. not a whole lot going on weird rumors but more just talking about Juve and where they currently stand um this is uh max allegri's second best start uh second to 1920 i believe or not 1920 um 1819 i believe but we'll get into that yeah. weston mckinney and McKenney reaching his 100th cap for uh, Juventus had a great game yesterday. But we're going to talk about uh, first off the lineup. We got the projected one a couple days before the match and said right away, expect a couple changes. I just had a mm-hmm. feeling Max would have a couple changes. And uh, when we got our lineup, yeah, I was a little bit surprised. Cambiaso was not in the lineup, I yeah. was uh, surprised, Fajoli didn't start the game, to be quite honest. Um, that one kind of surprised me. But we ended up with Chesney, uh, uh, Gatti, who we were all happy to see in there. Yep. The original projection said Sandro would be Sandro. in there. So Gatti, Bremer, Danilo. You get McKinney, Meretti, Locatelli, Rabio, and Kostich across the middle. Chiesa and Vlaovic up top. Were mm-hmm. you surprised by those same decisions?
1: The the two surprises were for me were actually... Sandro not starting I thought that was almost a guarantee but maybe Max is finally realizing Sandro's finished so I'm glad Gatti was was in there he played a great game uh and the other one was Kostic I just I don't know man I just I don't see him doing what he was able to at the beginning of last year when he was first joined so I mean he didn't he didn't play bad but he didn't do anything spectacular either so I guess he did his part
0: yeah, we're gonna get into Kostic too after when we get into player performances, but it's uh it's different. This game was yeah. different for Kostic and uh not in a bad way, in my personal opinion. But you do sacrifice a little bit, I think, uh, in terms of yes. the difference if you had the Cambiaso out there. But we'll we'll get into all that. Uh, ultimately um has to be said and we will of course tackle it as we get further in here, but the decisions that Max ultimately made were the right ones. Yeah. And he pulled all the right strings in this one. And uh, when a game goes like that, you really, you can't say otherwise. And uh, we'll dive a little bit deeper into this Max thing and what's being said uh, by Juventini and going around and everything uh, a little bit further. We are going to go through the highlights here. Um, Eighth minute uh, Meretti actually with uh, an early yellow. And uh, I thought he was gonna for sure not make the second half when he I'm gets surprised a, he started. yep when the he second. gets that uh, yellow in the eighth minute, but it was it was a red call. It, w- it was a yellow, okay? Yes. it was a yellow. Um, two minutes later and everybody's pissed off with this yellow and whatnot. but we'll talk about this ref as we keep going. 10th uh, minute. McKenney keeps it in on the sideline. Um, And I love, I love when we get goals and there's that little bit of controversy. And there's that little bit. And this is truly not controversy. It's just, again, people looking at an image. We've seen this a million times over of a mm-hmm. ball from this angle where, yeah, you know, it's round. It's going to look from that angle like it's all beyond the line. If you right. take an overhead, it's going to be over that line. McKinney kept it in all day. Everybody else who thinks not out there, Chihuahuas, day. Okay? Ball was in. Finding Bremer, who was way up on the play, who drops it back to Locatelli, and uh, Locatelli puts this one in on the hop. This is one hell of a finish for Vlaovic, short side. Brovedel, like, no choice. Like, this was uh, an absolute sick finish and a perfect start for Juve at home with the ultras going and the crowd rocking. That was just beautiful, man. Um Locatelli looking to continue on with what he was doing uh with Yadzuri in that last match that we need him to do. But uh McKenny, man, this was just a nice goal. It was a finish. Yeah, great
1: build up between, you know, the three of them and then back to Loka. And like Vlaovic still had a lot to do there. That's not an easy finish, like you said, by any means. So great great to see him playing with some confidence. I think if that came to him last year, I think we get a different outcome, to be honest. So Hey man. Yeah, that's it. We need it. we need to keep him going and and those goals will uh keep finding the back of the net.
0: I would have to uh, agree with that that he just looks different altogether. Yeah. And he spoke after the game obviously and Vlaovic talking about he just wasn't well last season also from the groin uh mm-hmm. issue that it plagued him for quite a long time last season and everything and he just and he continues to say what a lot of other players are saying is that juve's got this chip on their shoulder this season and they Mm -hmm. all kind of have their own reasons but this bodes well for Juve, and we'll talk about it a little more and i'll dive deeper into that uh after we get through highlights so one nil for juve absolutely beautiful start and like, you just get so much in this game. The ultras back, the stadium atmosphere, Vlaovic fires at 10 minutes. He hits the Dragon Ball Z fusion with Gatti <laughs> out of nowhere. Who saw Didn't that, see one, that coming? one coming? Yeah. Who put that on the parlay bet, Looch? With the old <laughs> fucking DBZ fusion. Unreal. Imagine that payout. Jesus. <laughs> that made me laugh. I was like, are these guys literally doing the fusion? It was, it was funny. It was funny. Yeah. So... There you go. We get to uh, 13th minute and a corner coming in. We actually just send it short to the top of the area. Kostic has a rip that Providel has to be aware of. It was kind of a snake and had a little bit of swerve on there. Makes a stop there. 24th minute, Lazio trying to build up. And this ball actually finds Kamada at the top of the area who absolutely laced this thing. But uh, too close to Tech. And Tech's a good shot stopper. So he sees this one over his bar. That was probably... Lazio's best opportunity, even from the goal they end up getting, was probably this Kamada rip at the top of the 18. Um, I can't remember. I can't recall a better opportunity that they had in this game. Maybe one that fell that Gatti had to block on Immobile was a probably better scoring opportunity. But Gatti was a
1: beast. I, I don't remember who put it in. Maybe Felipe Anderson or Kamada again put it in. Low into the back post, but Zacani couldn't get there. Like he was in alone if he got to that ball. Um, yeah. but other than that, like I don't, they were the pressure. I can't was think of
0: a better furious. one than that one. Like I said, yeah. the Chiro Immobile one where Gatti actually comes in and uh has a solid block on that one, a big block. 26 minute man, McKenny one two with Miretti, and uh, the ball, the one two pass back to him. A little bit beyond McKinney, but Rabio there to clean it up. And he runs it right into the path of Chiesa, who takes an off-foot slash. Short side beating provodel Beauty. 2-0 yeah. up. Dushan and Chiesa scoring. That means my team, grip it and rip it, and Fanta Gaucho is off to a good start for the weekend. Beautiful stuff. Like I said, so many positives. But, man, these guys are firing. And talk about another guy with a chip on his shoulder – Federico Chiesa is another one, like Dusan Vlaovic. Beautiful stuff, man. Beautiful, beautiful stuff. And McKinney involved on that one too. So, again, and this is not, we're not going at Lucci with this, but this is going to come up later on with McKinney. And some credit that's got to go out there, right? So we'll talk about it. But ultimately, we're 2-0 up at half. And uh, that's just a solid half of football from Juventus.
1: Moretti had a chance to make it three as well in the first half he curled that one I wanted that
0: thing to go in desperately for this guy because I honestly think he's gonna it's gonna be better for us when he gets that monkey off his back I I seriously seriously believe that
1: I think you just gotta get that first one and the floodgates kind of just you know you get that confidence going that you can score and with the big boys you know what I mean
0: yeah, Whoa, I, I know he, he needs that, he needs yeah. that one desperately. He scored with the U21s while he was away. Yeah. Um, and man, did I want that one to uh, to get in there, Sherman? Ciao, ciao. Thanks for joining. McKenny was excellent yesterday, he absolutely was. Uh, definitely in the discussion for uh, man of the match, which we'll get to once we get to uh, the second half. But first half, I had really no issues, my only thing was. And I'll get to this a little later. I had one thing that I think Juve needs to ramp up in order to take that next step of their game. And for me, it's just when you want to slow things down and when you want to manage scenarios, we stop moving off the ball and we eventually just knock it about until we run out of options for the ball Mm -hmm. carrier. And then we usually create turnovers, which usually create opportunities for the team we're playing against. This scenario, literally as I was talking about it, came to fruition in the second half on their goal. Other than that, is literally like nothing I could pick out of this game that I had an issue with. That was my only thing. If Juve can dial in when they want to manage things and be better on the ball uh, to just control things and kind of kill things, slow things down, they still have to move off the ball. But we turn into just, Standing still when we try to go through those modes. Other right. than that, it was actually a solid, solid, solid half of football. Now we get to the second half, forty-eight minute, and uh man, we could have had uh, the third right here. I actually have no idea how Rabio didn't finish this corner kick going to the back uh corner of the area. Gatti flicks it back on. Rabio's onside, and he's got a free header. Danilo was behind him. Running mm-hmm. onto this thing, he was pissed that Rabio uh, took it, but Rabio has to in that scenario. You have right. to hit that, he's right there, he can't worry about what's going on behind him. Just puts it right at Provadel, who gets the stop. Um, that should have been uh three right there, nonetheless. It isn't 59th minute. We said we were surprised. Uh, Medetti stayed in, but he did, he got through it. There were some questionable scenarios in the first half as it went on where I thought Moretti was actually maybe going to get really? another card, especially with that ref. That ref yes. was dishing him out like crazy, except only that's one way. Oh, completely one-sided. Now, they said that, you know, um, in our uh, watch-along, show me a, a card that wasn't valid. For me, the Bremer one was pretty yes. soft. but yes, I agree. Even if you give that, that's fine and you give Moretti the clipping and whatnot. My problem was, it was nowhere near consistent enough because the same fouls were happening for Lazio mm-hmm. towards Juve. So it's fine if you want to call absolutely everything under the sun a foul and make it a yellow whatnot, but you have to do it consistently. Juve finishes with five yellow cards to Lazio's one, and Lazio's <laughs> yellow card came late in the second half, yes. I'm pretty sure. I think it was Pellegrini, wasn't it? It was Pellegrini. And Pellegrini substituted on with uh, Rovella much later on. Uh, I'm just looking to dish it to uh, figure out the exact time. I believe it was uh, 84th minute for their first yellow. And Juve's at five. Maresca was absolutely brutal in my personal opinion of, yeah, his uh, management of this game. But... Nonetheless, Medetti makes it to the 60 minute mark to get this up. So, Medetti, Kostic, uh, substitute out. Fagioli and Cambiaso come in. Great mm-hmm. substitutes, I thought, by Max.
1: Yeah. It's good to have that depth. You know what I mean? Like that. I don't think we've had that the past couple years where we have players that have quality, but maybe a little different type of quality. Like Kostic and Cambiaso, very different, but still quality.
0: It's, uh, yeah, it's, great, it's just great nice that uh, you don't feel like you're sacrificing anything. And yes. it, things change. The way we play changes, and the way these guys operate is different to one another. So it's also interesting from uh tactics perspective, because the other team is kind of guessing. It's not yes. so predictable. It's a little bit different. Things can change completely with a guy like Cambiaso versus a guy like Kostic. Mm-hmm. Um, Fajoli, like... His first touch on the ball, he almost puts this thing on a platter, back post for Vlaovic on a cross. Uh, Didn't miss him by much. That would have been amazing. Literally his first touch, coming up the side and almost dropping it. That would have been uh, absolutely beautiful. Um, 64th minute. We get, uh, and this is one of those moments I was talking about earlier and I was alluding to. Trying to manage, you know, and be in possession, knocking the ball about, but again... The movement stops. Bremer gets caught. He's trying to hit one of our midfielders. I believe it was Rabio next to Locatelli. They're pinned. So Mm -hmm. they've got us pinned. The movement kind of stops. They're too flat-footed. And it ends up in a giveaway. And Locatelli ends up backing off. He makes the right decision because there's another forward attacking with uh, Luis Alberto as he's running at us. So he backs off. And ultimately, uh, this is a great hit from Luis Alberto, okay? Credit where credit's due. Yeah. This is this is exactly. a beautiful hit. Makes it 2-1, but again, I have a problem with when we try to manage and be on the ball there. And Bremer doesn't have to take that ball, shouldn't have to take that ball, but again, options were limited, not a lot of movement, a lot of standing still, but he still has to realize you have to be like a thousand percent sure if you're putting right. it centrally, okay? And if you absolutely have to, clear it out. But I think in this scenario also, Chesney was still an option um, yes. going back there. But again, everybody was really flat-footed. Other, outside of that, that's my one thing. Our next step is being able to manage and knock the ball about and clean up that possession and just hold that ball a little bit more and give your time, give your team some time to kind of regroup. Whatnot. We surrendered a lot of possession throughout this mm-hmm. game. That's the only thing. Got to clean up a little bit, in my personal opinion. Um, Outside of that, fantastic. But 2 1, and we're thinking, okay, there's a lot of time here. We got to make sure we get the next one. And uh, like clockwork, I called it on the uh, watch line. I said, the next goal is going to be key. I think there's going to be a next one. Let's make sure it's us. Shit, we didn't have to wait long. Two minutes later, Locatelli doing some battle there was actually a handball as Locatelli poked uh, the ball beyond, I believe, might have been Luis Alberto. Uh, but it still falls to McKenney. And McKenney launches this thing. Holy, just uh, right on the money. Vlaovic's chest. Um, gotta say, some weak defending on Lazio's yep. part. But everything that Vlaovic did was bang on, man. So he chests this thing down, takes it. He's on his off foot too, yep. and lashes this thing. And it's dipping, going uh, bottom bins, far post. Beautiful goal. Provadel is out. Is He's, uh, he's uh, stretched out and he's not stopping this thing. Unreal. Unreal. And there's the dagger delivered by Vlaovic. I sent the big day to Lotito, Sari, Lazio, everybody. Beautiful. 3 1. Dushan is looking like the guy we needed when we signed him. All right. Like he is it safe to say he's back? Or are we jumping the gun still? He's back.
1: I hope so. I don't it's again, we're only four games in, but I hope so. Let's let's give him a few more weeks, see if he keeps it up. Then I will give my analysis. But right. again, just like the first goal, he had lots to do on that one too. It was by no means an easy an easy goal, an easy finish. So man, if he does that continuously through the year,
0: can he can he get fifteen goals in Syria this year? Twenty maybe? I, I don't know well, we'll people man i was putting him under 20 but i don't know so interesting little tidbit about vlavic is that he's the first uv player to get 4 goals in 4 games for two consecutive seasons in the first 4 games Mm-mm. so Didn't uh yeah he's he's uh he's on he's on fuego right now him yep. and Yeah. got to keep it rolling got to keep it rolling but uh, again mckenney involved Again. 72nd minute Weya comes in for McKinney 84th minute, we get Milik and Keen on for Vlaovic and Kiesa. And in the 89th minute, Keen does so good on the left sideline, drives into the area, tries to have a low ball in, actually deflects up. Milik heads it back post and Wea decides he's gonna try to kick this thing into the goal. And you see Max losing it on the sideline, <laughs> smacking his head. Um, And he's just like, head the damn thing in. Nonetheless, it would have been nice for Weah yeah. to cap it off and get his first one in competitive action with Juventus. Obviously, scored in the preseason. But uh nonetheless, the game ends 3-1. Man, like I said, I'm nitpicking at that game management thing. But outside of that, I was... Completely happy with his performance, and there's yep. really nothing negative to get into whatsoever. A ton of positives. You want to talk about players? Everyone on the roster uh, that started whatnot did their part and was solid, um, ultimately. Some mistakes here and there at the back with Danilo a couple times, but it wasn't a big deal, and we covered it fantastically. Game plan, spot on. Um, key guys being your key guys absolutely max pulled all the right strings the subs the subs all made sense when he uh made them this was fantastic all around that's all i could say lucci your thoughts at the end
1: yeah i I mean that's what i gotta say probably the best game i've seen max manage since rejoining i'm trying to think of a game where they kind of just like they didn't look scared they you know they looked like they were in control of the whole game um I, 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 I can't be nothing but but happy for it. and i just hope they can t- they can play like this week in and week out that's that's my biggest concern right now is the consistency but i'm happy for the three points they huge so yeah. we'll yeah. see what happens next week
0: yeah and as far as the predictions go this week goes to this guy right here 3-1 Vlaovic brace it's good to be on top it's good to be on top man of the match OK, man of the match brought to you by Juventus official fan clubs, North America, Lucci. I'm going to let you and you, you got options in this one, man. Uh, you really, really do. So uh, everybody in the live chat, fire away with who you had as man of the match. And we're going to take a look at this. Uh, but yeah, you you definitely have options. Fire away uh, with yours and why you chose set player. I
1: I think it's just got to be and for me. That first goal was incredibly hit second goal was also a great take from outside the box still had to beat one or two defenders he just looked like he was on it yesterday you know he wanted it he was he was involved he could have probably even had a third at some point um but yeah that's what we need him for that's what he's there for he's there to score and we need him to keep going so yeah yeah, loca west both good games as well but you got to give it to the guy who scores too that's just my opinion
0: yeah, these are the guys that are, and I mean, it's it's Vlaovic in the majority, but these other guys, like I said, uh, McKenney very much, like he's in on everything yeah. in this game and had an incredible in performance. The fact that he was surrendering so much pace to Zakani, but actually did well and rendered him, uh, you know, only to be able to cut in and distribute uh, was great from McKinney. So that part of it also adds to the fact that he was in on the goals. It's tough. Uh, Locatelli, yep. that's a Locatelli we need to see consistently. Right. Uh, it's just that little bit I've been saying that can go over and above what he does. Because we all know he's the glue that holds a midfield together. He brings so much, especially defensively, but it's just dialing that extra bit. That yep. goal where he's, he turns and splashes that thing out to the flank for McKenny when he works the 1-2 with Miretti, That's exactly what we need from Loka is spotting that immediately, that happened to be his first look, and then delivering the ball. It's like he went to the Azzurri and all of a sudden... like Confidence. It's like he realized that all of a sudden he's got that ability and he can do it, yep. and it's like, okay, man, let's go. Let's bring it. And for me, set on the watch along, I still stand behind it. The goals were just absolute class, Vlaovic. I'm yep. going with Vlaovic. But it yep. is extremely close for me with McKenny And Locatelli deserves a shout. I think Gatti had a hell of a game um, as well too. But those three, probably in the tops there, I'm going to edge it out to Dushan. LJJ say I would say McKinney and Dushan either coming in or Dushan Kiesa split. I was going to say could be uh, in the even Kiesa
1: was good yesterday. You know he didn't put a foot wrong either, but the rest of the team was just even better. Or a few guys were just even better. It's crazy.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Anthony, um, again, yes, McKenney directly impacted uh, both goals, first and third. Dushan, mm-hmm. man of the match, honorable mention to McKenney. Dushan, man of the match. Dushan, Loka, and McKenney, sure, split them all up. <sighs> let's go, let's go. But it's beautiful to see, especially every, after everything that went down um, in the summer with mm-hmm. uh, the unknown and whatnot. And there was a simple tweet. Put out by the boys running the main yesterday on the AJC. And it's just elated that we did not end up having to sacrifice either one of these guys, Kiesa or Vlaovic. So yep. if you're talking about Vlaovic, we brought it up and that was Four goals in the first four matches of Serie A, two years consecutively. First Juventus player to do so. Uh, Chiesa, on his revenge tour, I said he would let everyone know this season who he was and remind everybody. And he's doing so. Five goals in his last Serie A, seven matches. Okay? He had seven in the previous 48. So, again, the struggles that were happening there, whatnot, and all the question marks. Hey, The majority of us never questioned a thing. Federico Chiesa, the one thing we got nervous about was his health and getting him healthy and fit when he's on the pitch. We all know who Federico Chiesa is, and now he's starting to show it. All right, so beautiful stuff there with these guys. Locatelli is uh, an interesting one. And again, yesterday was kind of this day to shut the haters down. And again, like I said, whether you hate Max, okay, he pulled, all the tri- he pulled all the right strings yesterday. Credit where credit is due. Yeah. Max Allegri got it all spot on. More of this, please.
1: Can't argue. Yep. Weston
0: McKinney. Hey, some of us might not have wanted him in there. Absolute gem of a game. Has he found a spot at right wing back? I think absolutely yes. I've said if it were up to me, I'd definitely play him out there before I play him in the center of the park based on the mm-hmm. other guys we have. Has he found a home there? He looks better than... I think he looks better than he ever has with us, even in that Pirlo year when he was playing out of the middle and getting into the area a lot and creating havoc. I actually like him out there as a vice to Weah, but right now, and I even said it kind of going into this one, he's kind of ahead of Weah at that position, is he not?
1: I think Weah just needs to kind of find his footing in syria i think once he can do that he can maybe be a little more lethal than McKenny. but hey like like matt said here i'm one of McKenney's biggest critics but hey man credit where credit is due he played a great game there's i'm not gonna argue everyone's thinking like i hate the guy no i just want the team to win that's what it comes down to i don't care who has a great game if i gotta say it i'll say it like he was good and winning the yeah. three points is all that matters to me man so but i Hey, I, I I wouldn't be surprised if he continues to get some starts there over the next few weeks. See how it goes.
0: Yeah, we got to uh, we have to get Weah as involved. I don't know why, because in the preseason, Weah looked incredible. Yeah, and his pace was coming through, and he was cutting in centrally, kind of the same thing we were seeing and liking from Cambiaso on the left. However, it hasn't really. It hasn't really converted over into when Syria has actually started, but McKinney right now, he's kind of ahead in my opinion of uh, of Wea so far, so yes. far, yeah. But again, we'll talk about maybe it's who we go against and what Max wants to do. Yeah, and I think exactly. that kind of played into this thing. So for me right now, I think McKennie is a little bit ahead of Weah, but I think the big thing in this particular match was how predominantly Lazio plays on the left through Luis Alberto, Zaccagni, and whatnot. And rather than play Weah there, who I would have to say is not as strong defensively. Defensively, yeah. yeah. That's why McKennie gets a nod there. And McKennie actually not only did his job there, but he gave us so much going forward. And that's why I think right now he's he's ahead But it's definitely these games that we're calling. And I think that's why Max uh, went that route. But again, it's fantastic if we can do that. Make these calls and these guys uh, get the job done. When we talk about um, in the middle of the park, Miretti is still this player that continues to just have this mixed vibe from the fan base. I personally think outside of... uh, Based on how the ref was calling it, I thought he got himself into some questionable scenarios after that early yellow. But I still continue to really like what he's doing and what he does in the middle of the pitch. Like, I have no problems with him other than in the final third, need that extra little bit. Need that extra little bit in the final third. But he did make the right decision in that scenario where I think normally he would try and squeeze that pass through and force it. However, however, he decided to hold, wait, see what cleared up, and eventually take a curling shot back post and yep. almost got it. He got the one-two a little too far ahead of uh, McKenney there. It still worked out for us, but he's not the first guy or the only guy that's going to make a mistake on a one-two in tight. Mm-hmm. That happens. I- I have I seen
1: know. some improvements already, though, from last year, just the way he is making decisions. And I think that's going to come with more game time, more experience. Listen, um, I just like the way he finds, like you said, positions and space in the attacking area to make some more space for our attack, for our strikers. I love Fajoli too, but they're very, they're different. They offer different things. You know what I mean? Yeah. So sometimes you need Meretti in there to create some more space. Fajoli's probably a little better on the ball. Um, and, and and maybe a little better with this vision. But I don't know how everyone's hating on Miretti. What did he do I, wrong? I
0: don't understand the hate other than, like I said, end product, maybe. But yeah, in but terms of getting there, in terms of getting from defense or neutral areas in the middle into attacking areas. And even little things he does when, say, running out ahead of Costich because he recognizes that space there, even though he knows he's not getting the ball there, he took a defender away, and Kostic essentially was able to find Locatelli then, and then Locatelli distributed further up, I believe to Chiesa on this particular sequence I'm trying to think of, which in turn gets us again in and around the area. It's these little things that he does that, again, it's not a knock to his alternatives, Mm-hmm. But it's different. It's just it's different. different. Exactly. I find it easier for us to link the play and get into a position where now we're looking outside the area versus just playing laterally around the middle and yeah. the back. It's just that. Like, it's just, again, just if you able watch to the drive, games, if you forward. watch his movement, if you watch him, at, he's always attacking space and attacking the pockets. And what that does, it helps everybody. Helps your flanks. Helps Vlaovic uh, especially because how many times last season did we see Vlaovic on an island and everybody started to shit on Vlaovic and was like man he can't do anything he can't hold the ball whatever. When you have a guy that is taking that space and starting to help him and starting to support him because Chiesa as great as the you know the two are firing off this season okay Mm -hmm. as great as they're doing that he doesn't support him in close, in tight. Miretti offers that from the middle. No other yep. midfielder really does that.
1: Yeah, Fajuli doesn't offer that.
0: And again, there's guys that feel so strongly, and I, I could see you, Alex. I could see you about Miretti <laughs> and whatnot, but you're, I'm not buying this thing about not seeing the positives he brings. And talking about sacrificing a lot, I kept having to hear Weird. about him sacrificing Rabiot. Rabiot had a great game yesterday. Had a great game. Should have bagged a goal too. I'm not down like, with it. Meretti's doing just fine. And what, if you what can we switch between him and Fajoli, this is a good thing for us. This is yeah. a good thing. Fajoli. Think...
1: Sorry. Sorry, I'll finish. I'll go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, I think like starting this season, Meretti has looked a little more in tune than Fajoli has. Coming back from his injury, he started a little slow. So until Fajoli can get back to how he was last season, which I think he will. Of course I he will. Yeah. I think I think you gotta keep playing Meretti. Like you said you were a little surprised he started yesterday. I I thought that was the right call. And it turned out I mean, it seems like it was the right call.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And like I say, it's it's different and it's gonna be different based on opponents. Yep. Because this is another thing coming out of this game. There's still some fans that believe that, look, we played Lazio, Lazio plays 4-3-3. They play open. They want to attack. They attack in numbers. So it was easy for Juventus to attack. They're still not sold on Juve, okay, getting the job done, saying they're going to struggle against the smaller sides. So they say, okay, you're going to be fine against Lazio. Your attack's going to look great against Lazio. But Next up, Sassuolo. Next up, some other teams that you're going to struggle when they wall up at the back. I don't actually think it's going to be this struggle like some of these fans believe. I actually don't. I think Mm -hmm. it changes for Juventus. And I think Max is realizing this. And while we nitpick at certain players, what they do, what they don't do, I think Max is actually realizing the differences in these players and the roles change. Fajoli doesn't enter the pitch and play the way Moretti does. Right. So that's not a knock on Moretti and what he's doing. It's different. And I think Max is actually realizing that. So for me, we're not going to have struggles with the lesser sides and when they wall up, I think everything changes. And then right. we really are going to depend on the midfield. And that might be a game where you definitely need Fagioli rather than Miretti. When they're going to do that and force you through the middle, all of a sudden a guy like Fagioli should be the one in there. But if you're playing in a wide open, Miretti can do it too. I think Miretti can do it in both, and I have no problems. But Fajoli's going to have to get that extra edge in the offensive third mm-hmm. and at least get into these moments where he's the one running at the defense or leading our odd man rushes and everything like that. But I think it just changes. I think it just changes with our players and personnel. And I think max has a good, good grasp on that, to be honest. And let's just ask the question, anybody out there, do you think we're going to have an issue against the smaller sides? And maybe that's where our downfall is going to be to the season and dropping points luch what do you think
1: yeah uh, i mean we haven't seen anything where we've struggled so much this season like we can like we did last year i think uh i believe right the the new offensive guy yeah yeah from sassuolo has really made a difference um just getting our attackers in the right spot and maybe that's maybe that's where meretti needs to evolve his game he's still learning how you know where to be but already positionally he just seems like he's a better fit for the attackers to create more space i just listen i i don't want to get too high yet because again we're only four games in lazio i've had a pretty shitty start to the season so you know maybe they're not where they were last year they're i want to see us against team. Yeah, it's they're very strange, and Sari is just always bitching about something.
0: The strange but, like their coach, strange like their uh, the owner, owner their everything. president, yep. and
1: whatnot. Like they're just bizarre, bizarre. I just I'm I'm hopeful, and I just want to see us against some top some top teams first. Yeah, and then we'll we'll see how it goes. But so far, like things have looked a lot better than they did last year. Like that's for sure.
0: And that's the biggest thing. And another reason why I feel like it's gonna be different this year, I just I can truly, truly see the progress. And I think it's yeah. it's it's definitely there. It's definitely there. But mm-hmm. now if all of a sudden guys like Kiesa and Vlaovic, what's been the one thing that has kind of haunted us for a couple of seasons? Being clinical and getting those finishes. But if you get your key guys rolling all of a sudden they're banging in the goals, hey, we're okay. We're okay, I think, and again, let's wait for these games before we already say we're not going to be able to do it when teams shell up and put that five-man wall at the back and then you have to break through. I think it changes. All of a sudden, we don't go to the flanks. We have to go through centrally, and Max is going to have to, again, pull the right strings based on those players, but we have the capabilities of doing that. Locatelli is going to be key in that instance and even
1: players that we haven't seen so much this year like Illing Junior and even Cambiaso they just bring a different aspect off the bench compared to yeah. you know what we saw yesterday even even Keane will bring something different compared to you know what we saw yesterday so you just like like you said you set up differently for different opponents different formation systems so I, i'm not concerned yet until we start falling off a bit then we'll see what happens but
0: and the other thing sh- is to is the fact that, like, again, you're talking about these players that can all bring something different, but we cannot forget, you're playing one competition. Mm -hmm. Max Allegri being able to set up for one opponent a week, that's an advantage.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: We can't, like, all this talk about... You know, well, you play three times a week, like, your guys are sharp, all that. No, like, this is an advantage. Like, this is for Juve to take advantage in the league. European 100%. play starts this week. Teams are now going to start to get stretched, okay? And now they're going to start managing multiple games. We're going to be able to literally focus on one opponent ahead of us. Our game plans should be bang on and spot on, okay? Okay. Injuries that have been an issue that Neville brings up, injuries haunting us uh, most or whatnot. Well, yeah. that's gonna help too, playing one competition. Mm-hmm. So for me, I think we like everything's kind of aligning and setting up playing into our hands, playing into our hands physically, playing into our hands from our manager's point of view because of him being able to actually plan his games and what he wants to do for one opponent per week. It's going to be great. We have a short turnaround after this next match against Sassuolo where then we're going to have, I believe it's Leche three days later, but still no, I mean, no issues with this. This should you got enough quality Max's wheelhouse. I don't yeah. think we're going to have this big issue with these sides. Obviously when teams shell up, they're still going to be hard to break down. You see that everywhere in football. When a team parks a bus, it's hard to break down, but I, I think ultimately, Juve's not going to drop the amount or kinds of points that we did to the fashion of last season. Yeah. Do you agree?
1: I agree. Just yeah. based on what we've seen, and the way we're able to change based on the players we bring on, I think that would be a huge advantage for us this season. And yeah. again, obviously, once a week for for sure and now
0: You know, credit where credit is due. McKenny, hundred matches for Juventus, new home at right wing back. You know, the mercado went a certain way. Everybody was saying you got to move this guy, whatnot. But, like, again, credit where it's due, even to player and manager for figuring out that, hey, you know what? He could be a viable option here, and he's trying him out there, and it's actually working out good. So credit there. Yeah. Um, we've got uh, something I want to bring up. But first, we're going to talk about uh, this little question that uh, came up here from Dell's. So, do you guys believe it was right to sell Rovella and keep Meretti? Do you want to start here, Luch, or do you want me to? Uh,
1: I, I think they're just... In my opinion, I would say... I would say yes, just based because they're different players. They're different types of midfielders. And like Max said, um, when it comes to Locatelli replacements, he can play Hans there or Rabiot or maybe even Fajoli, whatever. I just... We don't have that attacking presence, uh, or attacking-minded midfielder other than Meretti. Some say Fajoli, yes, maybe, but also still a little different. Rovella, listen, I was huge on Rovella. I still think he can be a great player, but um, we haven't seen we haven't seen it yet this year. And and Meretti's played, I think he's featured in almost every game, maybe not one.
0: So, I I don't know. I I stand by everything I said before. The actual deal, like the guts of the deal, yes. are brutal. Like right. brutal. However, if this had to happen, I don't associate it with Meretti. And for me, if an like keeping Miretti, keeping hands around for me was numbers because you can't bank on Paul Pogba. And I said really? this the whole time I said, whatever midfield when they were talking about. Medetti going on loan. Hans Nicolucci Caviglia potentially leaving. And I go, no, keep these numbers here unless guys are coming in because you can't bank on Pogba. Well, holy shit, none of us saw you know uh, Pogba Gate coming out with uh, this uh, (laughs) testosterone thing or whatnot. I was literally just talking about health. But here we are in uh, the lovely world of uh, being a Juventus supporter where there's never a dull day and this comes up. I don't really necessarily associate it with the Rovella thing. Um, to be honest. Um, it is what it is. I hate the guts of the deal. Yeah. But for me, the biggest thing out of this Mercado was, again, don't leave yourself shorthanded in the midfield in general, which I don't believe we have, and keep the big three of Bremer, Chiesa, Vlaovic. Doing that, I'm happy with the rest. But, again, we haven't seen Locatelli have to take a shift yet, uh, a rest or anything. So Mm -hmm. I don't know what the game plan is there, and I haven't seen that. I maybe would, depending on how it goes out, how it plays out, I maybe would have said, ah, I'd rather have Rovella in there. I can tell you this, the Lazio fans are absolutely pissed that Rovella's not playing, and Cataldi is fucking in the middle of the pitch there, and they're all screaming for it, but nonetheless, I know how some people feel about Rovella and everything. Listen, Meretti on a loan, I would have had no problem. I think he would have benefited from it. But given the circumstances, I believe it's the right decision for mm-hmm. him to stay. Rovella, we still don't know. We still don't know because I want to see Hans maybe giving Locatelli a rest and seeing what he can do in there. There was talk about Fajoli playing in there. Yeah. I don't really know how I feel about it yet till I see it. I think he can do it, of course. But again, I think you're sacrificing a little bit. It's different, it'll just be different. That's yes. all.
1: I wonder if we see that against Lecce in a couple weeks' time. See some well, rotation. Well, is
0: a little bit of a kickstart right now. So, it'll be interesting. So, who's Lecce got uh, today? Are they playing today Ooh. or are they playing tomorrow? So, Lecce's got uh, Monza, and it's actually 1-1 right now in the 34th mm-hmm. minute. Okay. But is uh, a little bit of a kickstart there. So, I don't know if that's when... Uh, you got the game against Sassuolo, 23rd, Lecce, 26th. Maybe that is when a little break comes I out. Would, I would Loka.
1: think a l- somewhere somewhere in the next little while we'll get some but rotation. I wouldn't
0: be surprised to see him go straight through, to be honest. Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I believe. I believe I wouldn't oh, be surprised if yeah. he goes uh, straight through even on those games. Okay, um, It's no different than last year, uh, having to play in Europe, play Serie at Locatelli, True. just got an insane amount of minutes and he's you know knock on wood always available uh going yeah. through battles through knocks and everything like i would say uh i'd expect that also another action right now saswolo is two nil up on uh, juve's b-side Frozenone. Okay, okay uh, not sure how the lads are doing but we'll see what happens now so i gotta say something that's just kind of Got me upset. And everybody knows where I stood with Max Allegri. Okay. Uh, but mm-hmm. he's here. Okay. we Stressing out about things out of our hands, out of our control is wild. But these discussions yep. that continue to happen, the agendas that continue to happen. I just want to let Juventus know it's okay to be happy. All right. <laughs> we won yesterday. And the amount of shit that I hear still coming up with Allegri, this, players, that. It's like we win, it's on the players, we lose. It's all Max's fault, whatnot. Listen, a 3-1 victory, a Vlaovic brace, Kiesa bagging a goal, McKinney surprising us all. Locatelli turning back the hands of time to showing us why we brought him in here in the first place. Like, be happy, everybody. Mm -hmm. It's okay. You cannot... You can't control these things. He's here now. For me, the biggest thing will and always will be Juventus succeeding and winning. That's all I give a shit about. Players, coaches, they come and go. Don't hang on to this feeling you had in the summer because the time has passed. You don't get forward looking in the past and looking behind you. It's okay to be happy. They did well. We should be happy. 3-1 Amen. against Lazio. And those clowns didn't even show up for the press conference. Lucci. They didn't even I fucking it. show up.
1: I love it. Cry. Cry. I love all it. Of
0: you. Juve's got this chip on their shoulder. Okay? The players have a chip on their shoulder. Get behind every single one of them. Put your agendas to the side. Leave Miretti alone. Leave Locatelli alone. <laughs> Leave Danilo alone. How in the hell does Danilo get any Like, come on. I, relax. I don't understand that. For everybody out there, there's only one thing that matters. It's Juventus succeeding. Don't worry so much about all these people, okay? Leave everybody alone. Leave Fajoli alone. Leave them alone. Let them cook. They're starting to cook, okay? Let them cook. Sassuolo on deck. And I might be in Vancouver, for a watch party with the official fan club all right so stay tuned for that one i'm trying my best to get down there with everybody everybody get the likes up we got storm the barn coming up right now i'm gonna ask Lucci. yeah are any questions is there anything we haven't maybe taken a look at that you specifically wanted to bring up we don't as far as the news goes guys There's no there's no news today, everybody. Okay, super light, and I like it. I like it when it's quiet. Other than some headlines here and there about the ball being out of bounds. Listen, quick response. They cry more. The
1: first look, it looked off or looked out, but seeing all the different angles of the pictures, I think it like a a inch was like very close. And
0: and I mean, Syria has got enough technology to figure out if that ball's in or not, right? I mean. It's not like we didn't lose uh, two points last season on a offside call. Uh, like, they have all the camera views they must need. So, I'm, I feel Max. quite confident that uh, um, they handled that one right. Uh, regardless, hey, cry more. Cry more. Lazio tears? Love it. Lodito trying to talk like he's... Uh, uh, King shit there uh, with the Mercado. Now we're the ones buying the players. Listen, it doesn't fucking matter, okay? Dark horse <laughs> for Scudetto whatnot for before the season. That's I don't know what's funnier, that or Napoli thinking they have a dynasty, okay? Uh, let all the chihuahuas go. But it's quiet today, and I love it. I absolutely love it. Only news, DiBala settled with uh, Juve over mm-hmm. 3 mil and whatnot, um, or 6 mil, something like that. Ronaldo suing Juventus and whatever 19 mil I don't care just just go away okay make all this noise go away make it all go away let's wait for the Pogba scenario which is exactly what Juntoli said after let it all go away okay let's wait to see what happens and then they make decisions okay Spinazzola coming up in this weird one out of nowhere that uh, he's potentially going to be free uh, in the summer. Juve might go in on him. Now's not the time, everybody. Okay. (laughs) There was a time to keep him, but it's kind of faded, and it is what is. No point in doing that now, especially with uh, the personnel that are here. Um, As far as, uh, yeah, anything you want to bring up specifically, Lucci? Huh.
1: I don't know what what can we what haven't we
0: touched well, on we yet? got storm the barn and they yeah, got let's... one in uh, immediately here from jeremiah whatnot but uh i just find it funny in terms of you know never a dull moment with juve all this news all these scams whatnot like nobody's more battle tested in this field than us <sighs> and having to deal with this and just never a dull moment whatever hey it's half this shit doesn't even phase us you know it's all good it's like okay yeah another day the rivals want to poke jokes. They want to laugh about it and say, I, I don't really care. Ultimately, I laugh at all them. Uh, I mean, a club celebrating a Scudetto, Pinsolio's got, uh, they just tied Pinsolio for amount of trophies. And they're calling uh, themselves a dynasty. I find that shit hilarious. But nonetheless, here we are. Here we are. And yes, the shots are going to fire all season, okay? And I've kept receipts. Oh, man. If things plan out the way I predicted come season's end. People are in going through. to love me. They're going to love me. They're going to put a, uh, an old statue of Berto out in Napul. Uh, Napul Napu there. Yikes. Who does Chiesa link up better with on the left, Kostic or Cambiaso? Uh, Cambiaso. I think so. I think they link up differently. It's different. Of, but yeah. I think overall, in the majority of matches that we are going to see when Juve plays, the two of them it just will looks link more up fluid. better.
1: It looks more fluent with Cambiaso, where Kostic is always looking to try to play in Dusan
0: or cross it to Dusan. I I do like how Kostic was more willing to move inside yesterday, and he did do a that's, good job of that.
1: He didn't usually do that last season. Yeah, maybe that's because we saw Cambiaso do that when he played. So maybe a that's lot. something new. Trying, yeah. yeah. There's something something they're trying to differently
0: but this year. The reason I say I prefer that link up is. Because I think the majority is what we were talking about before. Some fans that don't have this belief that we're going to um, we're going to get into this moment where teams start shelling up and blocking up and we're going to have problems. Can be asked when Chiesa will be better against those setups. True. And that's why I just say for me, that's going to be better. But I was happy with how Chiesa and Kostic operated yesterday. And it was way better than what we had seen previously, in my personal opinion. Mm -hmm. But, hey, we'll see what happens. See what happens. Mario saying exactly what he noticed about Costich yesterday, that willingness to come inside and not just hug that line. That's going to be big for him, and that's something that Max talked about. That Cambiaso, but that must be a
1: big uh, that must be like a big Manielli thing. Like he must be trying to implement that because we didn't see that at all last year with whoever was playing there. No one did that.
0: You would have to think it comes down to the fact that Kostic started off the season not getting the call, and you know, Uh looking at the fact, okay, what's Cambiaso doing? That's like what's holding us up. And Max Allegri said it. Max Allegri said in a presser, I can't remember when, but he said, you know, with Chiesa and Kostic, they have to sort that out. And he alluded, he alluded that. He made some type of subtle uh comment about the two of them finding a way to both share that left side because Chiesa loves to drift over there as well. And mm-hmm. yesterday I did notice that out of Kostic. And it's yeah. a reason why I think he looked better. he looked good. He looked better. Mm-hmm. So no problems with yep. it. If Pogba is terminated, do you think Juve try to bring in a central midfielder during the winter transfer market? I don't think so. I think it depends on the options. I think it depends on the options that would be available to them. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I don't. I, I, don't think I also much think it depends how our guys are playing and where we sit. I think there's a lot of uh, variables. But I honestly, I think Juve is going to be right where we need to be come January mm-hmm. window. And I actually don't think they're going to make a move. Unless there's, like, injury problems. Right. And maybe they have to react. But specifically going after a midfield, I actually don't think they will in the winter. I think they'd probably wait it out till summer and then make a I move. Agree. But... uh I I really think it comes down to how these guys are doing and performing at come that time.
1: Yep.
0: But that it's Samardzic in January. I would absolutely love it. I would absolutely mm-hmm. love it. Don't see it happening in January. But I don't know if uh, they'd make that move on a loan and then obligation to purchase in January. I feel like uh, Udinese would probably just ride it out till summer. Yeah. But. Who knows? Stranger things have happened.
1: Okay. I mean, we did buy Blaovic in January, so Yeah. Yeah. So maybe
0: who, who knows? In the January transfer market, who's the one player you sell and one player you buy? Realistic. We don't got anyone to sell. Real like I know. Like if I'm looking at this and guys, I'd probably be willing to sell. And here's the thing. I was fine with them moving Costich in the summer to you know, bring somebody in. Mm-hmm. But right now, like, I'm not even so sure I do that. I do want to see Illing get some yes. more minutes. But, like, a costich Cambiaso rotation is not a problem by any means whatsoever. So I don't really know. And I don't want to sell Illing. No. No. I'm having a real tough time trying to figure out a player. Realistically. I don't even want to sell Keane. Like I don't like the money that we picked him up for, but I I do like him coming off the bench for us. Milik. I would probably move. Like I would be fine with moving Milik, but right now as a rotation again, but but I just, I don't have a lot of names realistically that I'd want to move right now. Uh, Sandro, no one's taking that guy. Him, you know,
1: I, I don't. I would keep Keen as well. I don't think you kind of need Malik as a vice Vlaovic. so I don't see him moving either. Because you need a backup in case an injury see a lot or whatever. Of guys
0: we can really move McKenny now. Like I think McKenny and Way on the right, you leave that alone. Especially yeah. if whenever Dechilio um recovers we can still keep them riding the pine uh that's right. good the, uh, i think I, if you sell someone it'll be someone off the left whether that's
1: Kostic, Cambiaso, or illing it would be one of them because you don't need all three yeah and i wouldn't i wouldn't the only one i would consider would be costage i would keep the two young guys
0: yeah so i just if i'm looking at this and a and a sell thing i don't think there's really anybody to sell to be honest yeah. right now you gotta yep. wait till the summer and wait till there's Viable options coming in one player you sell one player you buy like I just said I mean I would love Samardzic coming in but I don't want to sell Medetti You know to yes. do that
1: I um I was watching PSG and, and Nice on Friday and that Turam Marcus Turam's brother younger brother that kid's a beast That yeah. would be my dream, dream signing right there for the midfield he kind of oh yeah Oh man, that guy was an animal. So the
0: money though, the money. But yeah, oh, Kevin taram at- would be yeah. uh awesome. I wanted Marcus too. Like when we mm-hmm. were had links, I was like, please be true somewhat. Uh but uh yeah, nonetheless, it's tough. It's tough yes. to uh try and nail somebody we'd be willing to sell. Alex says, yeah, probably cost if we absolutely had to, maybe. Yep. But right now, like I said, I like the switch up between them and uh Cambiazo awesome, but yeah, Kefir Taram, yeah, I mean, come on, like that would be that would be uh, sick. I think as a realistic option in January, it wouldn't be Taram, um, and we're even having doubts about Udinese wanting to let go of uh, Samardzic yeah. in January, but probably there. And must be coming in here saying I'd get Samardzic. There you go. Storm the barn, keep them coming, everybody. We got uh, a little bit of time here. Start one, hmm. bench one, sell one. Miretti, Fajoli, Keane. I'm selling Keane. Yes. I'm not getting rid of uh, Miretti or Fajoli, so I'd probably say, given the opponent, I'd start Fajoli, I'd bench Miretti, and I'd sell Keane. Um, just based
1: on form to start the season, I am starting Miretti and keeping Fajoli on the bench. I like Keen too, though. I wish I didn't have to. I wish I could keep Keen on the bench as a weapon too. But I guess that's not part of the game.
0: With Keen, Keen Keen, talk about another player that getting a lot of uh, you know hate for no reason. (laughs) Well, it's always comes down to deals, right, and value. Yeah, and everyone's gonna associate these players' deals with them and whatnot. And I will be the first to say I don't like the amount that deal like it was crazy it was a lot of money and whatnot we had him too moved him on came back brought him in for crazy money um but i have no problems with him especially as a rotational piece and whatnot Mm -hmm. and i think he's strong i think he's really really strong people forget how young moise keen is yeah okay he's what 23 or is he still 22 He's, Mm -hmm. he's 22 or 23 like he's still young He's still very, very young. I have absolutely no problems with Moise Keen especially coming off the bench. And uh, Jordan Brennan saying, I like Keane, uh far more than I like uh, Milik. Musi saying Keen is so underrated. He's Twenty-three. A great player. Mario Messi saying, uh, sell Milik. Yeah, yeah. There I was mean, I... a question up here before I wanted to try and find, and I may have missed a storm in the barn. Yes, I'm going back. I'm seeing there's some in there. I got to get to, but one second. There was a question about Dushan Vlaovic. I'm um, trying to track it down here. Is Dushan Vlaovic in his... Okay, is Vlaovic going through his prime? No. Not
1: yet. He's not, not even, in yet. even in his prime yet. No, I don't think he's going Maybe through in
0: his prime. T- Two to, two to three years, I'd say. Two years. Two to three years, given the... Take a look at how things progress and whatnot. But yeah, this isn't uh, this isn't his prime. You know what's interesting about uh, Dushan is I said that uh, after everything was going through the summer and I was battling people left, right, and center when I was saying I don't want to lose Vlaovic. I would not do this deal. Especially not this deal for Lukaku, okay? But I just, yep. in general, didn't want to give up on Vlaovic. Just yet, okay? And I said, last season does not define Vlaovic for me. I said, we would know way more about Vlaovic this season. This would be the one to really make a call on Vlaovic. And if the trajectory that everybody was banking on with him is somewhat accurate, or if it's false. So far, he's answering the call, but he is not going through his prime. Right? No. No. The dad coming in saying, "I watched Inter Milan yesterday. Inter humiliated Milan. I think it will be either them or us this season lifting the gold. (laughs) Is our squad deep enough to cope with them? And would you buy in January?" So Mm. I will say this: We are deep enough for the one competition. Yes. 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 Are we? We are deep deep enough to deal with this because they are going to get spread, and we are not. And Inter's going to be pushing in Europe. Okay. Like they're going to be going, they're going to be Europa. going for it. And that's going to, again, play into us. So are we deep enough to deal with that? Yes. Yes. I think as far as Juve goes this year, it's going to be a question mark with the banana peel games. You know, these sides that are going to clamp down and try and do that. You know, no slip ups there. Juve can play with all the top teams in Syria. A. When we play our our uh, main starting 11. We can play with all of them. And we've shown progress to our game. It's those other ones that we can't afford to slip up on. That's how I feel. Lucci, yeah. what do you think?
1: Yeah, you got it. Where you drop those points to the, the lower teams like uh, a certain team did yesterday. We're not going to name names. That's that's going to be make or break. Yeah. So I think, yeah, the game the, the matches against Inter will be huge. But games like Genoa and Lecce and Frozenone whatever like those will be you have to pull out those all you know both both wins you know all six points so we'll see I think we're deep are we as deep as inter I don't know but again they're playing in three competitions we only got the two so
0: yeah and I don't think uh we are as deep but for the one competition we are deep enough we're right. deep enough for sure my opinion. With a few games into the season, what realistic players should Juve be going for in the winter transfer market to help strengthen? So a lot of winter Mercado questions yeah. already and everybody thinking uh, we, need, we may not need to make a move at all. In my personal uh, opinion, yeah. we may not have to. If I'd like to see one, if you say, hey, you could pick a position to kind of bolster, what would you do? I would feel a bit better, I'd say, if we had Pogba Insurance. And one more Hmm. creative force kinda in the middle, but I don't think that's the be all end all. I'd also feel better with another center back. That's maybe say a a left a left center back. Yeah. I would I'd pick a center back personally if it were me. I I feel fine on the left. I feel fine now with the right side, way of McKenny. I'm good up top. I don't uh, necessarily think I'd make any changes there. You could maybe make the argument of some Chiesa insurance because the other guys are like Keenan Milik, like not a lot of versatility there, but I think Yildiz is, is, around that could potentially oh, play yes. that we just haven't seen yes. him a lot. Right. But if something, you know, God forbid, and hopefully never well, comes to fruition, something to happen to Chiesa that might be a position you'll look at as a second striker. I was like going to say, 10,
1: let's say, you know, Chiesa does need a rest, of course, to come back from a big injury. Would you test Illing junior in that spot? Would you try that?
0: I wouldn't. Yeah, like I wouldn't have any problems
1: trying him there. I mean, just to get him some minutes. I know we want him playing on the left, but maybe this gives him a little versatility so he can go out wide, cut in. I wouldn't hate it. I want to see it. I want to see yeah. it first. But I, I, I have I no problems see problems with there. it.
0: I mean, I, I think naturally minutes. you'd want to see one of Yield Israeli Jr. kind of try that position out. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know? Again, a lot of it has to do in supporting Vlaovic is from our midfield as of late. And that's what it'll all come down to. So these guys would have freedom to drift off, come off there. But, uh, you know, um, and this is a good shout. I was literally going to get to it. But Alex P, uh, weya mm. is a decent shout to try out up top there because he can literally play right down either side and trying him out in that position. I'm absolutely not against that. That's a great shout. So options. That's another thing. When we just get out of a question about depth, how deep, you know, as Juventus, are we deep enough for one competition? Absolutely. And we start looking at options that we can actually do to maneuver around certain circumstances. I think we're deep enough for sure. And
1: versatility is huge too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now I got an easy one. Should be an easy one, but has Gatti cemented himself as a starter?
1: Oh, 100%. 100%. 100%. I, I find it, he's he's so, he's funny to me because he looks so confident and calm on the ball. Like, he has a good touch. Like, you wouldn't expect that from such a big dude, but he just, he looks, I find him better on the ball than Bremer, to be honest. I I feel more comfortable with him, with the ball at his feet, than Bremer yeah. um, when I see him with it. So... Listen, I, I think Gatti needs to 100% be the starter on, on the right side. No doubt.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Gatti, for sure. Um, We got that question based on yesterday. Any regrets on loaning out Rovella? The deal. We talked about this before yeah. with uh, Rovella. Yeah. It's just the deal itself. As far as our team, our lineup and everything, no, reg- no regrets in our lineup. But we still have to see Locatelli um get some rest and then what the game plan is there before right. we could truly uh judge but ultimately it's not make or break for Juventus okay it's not make or break for us um we'll be able to cope and deal like it's mm-hmm. it's not make or break
1: we've lost better
0: players for sure bring one legend back to his prime at this Juve squad ooh Del Piero, Buffon, or Nedved. I mean, Goalkeeper's not an issue, even though I love the eternal GG. I would not be choosing a goalie for this team if no. I have to bring one back. Del Piero or Nedved is who it comes down to. Del Piero for me, one hundred percent. Del Piero in his prime. I'm going Del Piero.
1: It's just a different animal. Just can't. No.
0: Yeah. If we're talking uh, pre-knee injury Del Piero too, like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. Absolutely. absolutely. fucking If you want to add, uh, so this is an interesting one. If you throw Zidane into the mix, I think about it. I'm going to tell you, even though Del Piero's my guy of del piero zidane is just holy christ man that guy is just an animal and in the middle of the park for this juventus you got the chance of bringing in prime uh, Zizou. zizu <laughs> come on come on we still have okay another one here <laughs> possibility of pogba leaving do you uh... think we will see Kabili gets okay So, we were talking this about what the game plan is going to be with uh, Locatelli. Um, I think Kaviglia will see some matches with the first team. It's all a question of what Max is going to do when Loca does need to take a breather here and there. Is it going to be Faduli dropping in there?
1: What? Like, Rabiot is going to need a break at some point, too, I would assume. So, who covers him?
0: Yeah, when Rabiot, and that's where I think uh, Caviglia will get some minutes too. Mm -hmm. I'd see him probably more getting minutes as Metzala. Yes. Really? Than doing something else. Now, Fagioli can operate a two-man pivot. And when Miretti's in there, Rabiot and Locatelli have kind of acted, for the majority, as a two-man pivot. Right. But um, they kind of break in and out of it through games, which is actually great great to see i have no problem seeing a midfield of miretti locatelli and fagioli but Mm -hmm. there's some sacrifice made there that's why i think caviglia's actually like he's got some solidity to him like in terms of like his stature and whatnot like i think he Mm -hmm. could hold up pretty good in playing that role and i would think he gets more minutes there to be honest uh, yeah. when Ravio does need a break but Ravio may not need a break like to be or, honest like
1: or suspension maybe who knows right? Yeah
0: and that's more likely maybe cards. Yeah. but uh, <laughs> for him like as far as uh, the physical aspect, dude's in incredible shape and that's one thing we gotta give him uh, some props for. Uh, we're gonna talk about uh, just some fun stuff. we're gonna do some fun stuff. Um, we started just having some fun with everybody on the last one, talking about, uh, essentially, uh, word association with Juventus players. The first thing that comes to your mind, either a, uh, cele- like a celebration, a moment, a goal mm. or whatnot. And we started naming some ex Juve players. So I'm going to, we're going to have some fun here and name some and think about the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear this player's name. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Are you ready for this?
1: All right, lay it on me.
0: It's the first thing that you think of here. Alvaro Morata. Oh, the slide. Ah, the Man City slide. That was a hell of a goal too. Yes. Man, Buffon in that game, sick. I think two things immediately. Offside is one. (laughs) (laughs) That comes to my mind, is offside. And then uh, Man City comes to mind too but uh yeah yeah definitely definitely those two are coming to mind yeah offsides a good one (laughs) man killini
1: i mean like every time he makes a defense like like the fist pumps every time he just did something defensive you know like he would just get amped all the time whether it's with buffon or whoever else was beside him he would just like go and fist pump him and Head like bandage lo- for me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you got head injuries, LOL, Grinta, uh, Euro final for Alex P. Mm, good coming one. Coming up. I always, it's weird, but f- for a while, that Tottenham match always comes up and that Sally oh, with the- him and Buffon where they're f- like freaking out on the clearance that Killini made and they're just like, chest bumping head butting and like yeah, just yeah in so intense i i like and i love those yellow kits that year 17 18 season yes that tottenham match i think about that tottenham match and that reaction the- from uh killini was just huge so that's one there lick i mean he was just more
1: he was he was like a prick like but so we loved <laughs> we loved him so like he was just just a pain was our prick, man. Yeah. yeah it was exactly exactly it's a player you want on your team not to play against
0: so uh, prick is the first yeah thing.
1: yeah I, that's
0: the yeah, oversized I puma shoe like, <laughs> reliable lichsteiner yeah. yeah that's a good one you could throw all cards for lichsteiner too but mm-hmm. man That's uh, another player. Let's see. Let's see. And if anybody's got players, list some players. We'll have some fun with it think about the first thing we think of when we're talking about uh, certain players. I'm going to bring up uh, Simone Pepe. Oh. Uh, I don't know. Great one for Lichsteiner, first goal in the new stadium. Oh, yes. Four-finger celebration versus Roma. Neville saying the best number seven for Pepe. (laughs) I always think about the golf swing for the Selly. Oh, I forgot about that. So he had that nice uh, bike goal, uh, chested down the ball, and then uh, saw behind. But the golf, I'll always remember the golf swing with him. Oh man, let's uh let's talk about uh Mario Mandzukic.
1: Hmm.
0: I mean the goal against
1: Madrid the even Champions though we lost League that goal, game. Man. Yeah, one of the best yeah.
0: Champions League finishes probably ever. He um, didn't uh, go through there. warrior comes to mind absolutely. The year
1: the year um Bonucci went to Milan and they were they were scr- they were all about to scrap in that game. He was pushing them away. I, I remember that vividly. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, again, another another prick that you just never wanted to play against. The guy was Mr. always in Mr. No your face. good,
0: Mr. No good. Mario Mandzukic, man, no fucking nonsense. But yeah. uh, it's good shit, good shit. Love talking about uh, these guys. Oh, Ibrahimovic! Holy, oh. It's the first thing comes to mind with Ibra. Uh. <sighs> what could have been is all I could really say
1: yeah what
0: could have been if uh the situation didn't come in and everybody talks about him leaving and everything he was young up and coming had a lot of prospects for teams and start but uh, ibra man i always think what could have been if things didn't go that route yeah the story the story of how we brought ibrahimovic is always one of my favorites. And that's been coming up for me. And I associate it with, obviously, Ibrahimovic. But the story mm-hmm. of how we got him, um, I'll always love. A lot of uh you guys in our group chat, Lucci, didn't know the story about how Moji literally tricked him and yep. screwed him over to bring him into uh, Juve. Hilarious. Hilarious. Anyways, Ibra had a deal Classic. with another club. I can't remember who, but... He had a deal with another club, but he was interested in coming in. And Moji said, "Um, just come and look at our facilities and whatnot. Ibra's like, well, I can't. It won't look good. It might hurt the deal, whatever. And like, I'm going there. And Moji's like, come on. He's like, it's going to be just us. At least come take a look. Come meet. He goes, you never know what's going to happen in the future. He's like, there's not going to be anybody around. It's just us. So Ibra takes him up on the offer. He shows up. Moji had called absolutely everybody and their cousins, okay? And it was a media yeah. circus and obviously crushed the other move because the other team's like, hey, what the hell are you doing? What do have to get pissed off? And ultimately, Ibra's like, I can't believe I got screwed over by Moji. He's like, but yeah, he's like, he duped me anyways. He's like, I had no choice, so I signed with uh, Juventus and whatnot. But what <laughs> a move. What a move from Moji. So that always... Comes to mind with uh Manzukic or sorry, Manzuk Ibrahimovic. I love that story, man. Moji was a boss. Moji was a boss. Love the guy, but we're gonna end it on that one and that story about Ibrahimovic. Moji, everybody, like I said, it's okay to be happy. Be happy, (laughs) all right? Be happy. 10 points out of possible 12, okay? Two points behind Merda, and again. Right where we want to be. Yeah. Right in the thick of things at the top. Undefeated so far. Only dropped two points in that draw, which again, we could have done much better in that game. Mm-hmm. It's all down to us. Always has been. Always will be. Okay? And uh, Juve, next up, Sassuolo. You guys know the drill. I have all your news updates leading up to it. We are going to do the pre-match maybe the day before because like I said... Anybody, all my friends out here, if you're in British Columbia, you're going to be in the Vancouver area. I might be there this Saturday for the Sasuolo doing the watch party with them in the official fan club in Vancouver. Otherwise, I'll be here doing the watch along live. Okay, so stay tuned. I'll bring you more news on that in the next couple days as to what's going on. Hey, be happy. Lucci, you happy?
1: I'm, I'm ecstatic good what hell of a game good
0: there we go everybody forza juve fino alla fine you guys know the drill like the video subscribe to the channel if you're new okay and if you're tuning in on audio let's what the hell are you waiting for get over to youtube okay and again big thank you to all of you okay from uh the bottom of our hearts for all the support this past year has been absolutely massive okay we can't get the accolades that we do and becoming the official voice and channel of north america without all your help again thanks for the support however you choose to support merch store super chat memberships whatever thank you the easiest sharing the content okay we love you all ajc army is the best in the business second to none till next time as always fino alla fine forza juve let's watch these other chihuahuas and see how the weekend ends for results But it's all about Juve, baby. We're getting back where we need to be. Ciao, tutti. Take care. Yeah.